Fans to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Ascension Providence, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Helberg Barbecue, Myatt Fuels, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, Versalift Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Hi, this is Matt Mosley. The Matt Mosley Show. Oh, man. I mean, all these warnings of, of horrible weather. Well, it is. It has hit Austin. I can attest... Um, I can let you know it has the Metroplex in its grip. Um, Aaron, apparently you and John were maybe mentioning some of my travels. And uh, yes, yes, it, 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 uh, one of my family members who, uh, from another area heard that and was a little, uh, a little stressed out by it, but I had to assure her that I'm, I'm just fine. I don't know exactly what you said, Aaron, but I, I, I did, uh, <laughs> I yeah, I'm sorry. I worried. No, somebody. no, no, no. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. But uh, I, I kind of make my way up and down the roads between Central Texas and the Metroplex quite a bit, and um, it took some helpful neighbors today. After uh, after I went on a little bit of a slip and slide situation, shovels. Aaron, the uh, the person, the guy, the man, and his son who helped me out. It turns out he married a woman from Idaho. And so they had all the shovels. They had like rock salt or ice cream salt or whatever you want to call that kind of salt. And they were, uh, feel, I feel like I should go buy them some more because we, we used a bunch of it. And then what we ended up having to do, and Aaron, you'd be proud of me. For a while, I kind of watched him do all the work and break up all the ice. And then I thought, well, I'm the guy who put my car in this, uh, in this, in this situation, my SUV, and so then I got down there and started breaking up the ice myself with a shovel, and we got it all done, but uh, yes, so that I could, uh, Aaron, wouldn't that have been something? The man who has the home studio, who should have no excuse for ever <laughs> not being able to be on air, He's gets still- stranded away from the home studio while out, uh, but hey, you know, when you... When you get the call to go get your daughter, you go you go get your daughter. And even no matter what the icy conditions are, and it ended up being an interesting an interesting few minutes, but made it back and now ready to do a couple of hours of sports radio. We do, Aaron, have basketball in the area tonight, Farrell Center, uh, Kansas Jayhawks. I don't think I don't, Aaron, I don't think their trip was, was going so well into town, but when I kind of asked about it the other day, somebody said, let's just not talk about it. Let's just not even talk about it. So, Aaron, at some point, why don't you check out the Kansas women's basketball uh, social media to kind of see how they did getting into town. Uh, they did, I, th- I think everything's going to go on as planned. Tonight, though, free admission to the Baylor game. If you can make it, they want everybody to be safe. And I understand, you know, Waco from all everybody, you know, I've been talking to and Aaron, you've been, of course, making your way in. I've been staying home safe in the home studio, but you know, Waco's done pretty well, but again, we never know. It's been rough in Austin, been very rough in the Metroplex. So be careful tonight. 
But if it stays okay, go go support the uh, Baylor women and know that you can go for free. It will be free <clears throat> general admission, and I would imagine you'll get to walk in and, and kind of sit where you want. Now, the season ticket holders will be given preference, right? They'll get to sit in whatever their normal seats are, which only makes sense. But everybody else who wants to go to the game can go for free. Aaron, should I just act like I'm giving a bunch of tickets away now? Now that we know it's all free, should I? Just... <laughs> I'm offering one thousand tickets yeah, if you today want to go, on the Matt Mosley show. Yeah, courtesy of the Matt Mosley now. That's right. <laughs> the Mosley show will send one thousand people to the game tonight. Tell them Mosley sent you, but that'd be fun. Kansas is good. Aaron, I was looking. Kansas has like one of the leading blockers in the country. And she's, like, set all sorts of records, not only at Kansas, but there's some Big 12-type records she's been setting. And so this is a major, major force from a block shot standpoint. So Bears will have to be, have to give some pump fakes, do all that kind of stuff. And, um, I, you know, one of those games recently, I was looking at some of the stats when they got beat by Texas. I feel like Texas had quite a few blocks i want to see texas maybe had eight blocks in that game bears had only one block so something to think about maybe pull up give the head fake get them up in the air go to the body do what you got to do i i will say aaron that um <coughs> dariana little page bugs i i have just seen and, and of course i also think uh bella fontleroy is a great freshman as well but <coughs> little page bugs has during a time when some other players' scoring has fallen off a little bit lately, Little Page Bug seems to be hitting her stride. And I would say over the past woo, couple of weeks, I mean, she's averaging a, uh, a double-double. I mean, it's like every time I look, she's 16 and 10, 16 and 11, whatever it is. And it, they're, they're both so smooth with what they do, especially for freshmen. They don't act like – they don't seem like freshmen anymore. Fauntleroy – at times, because she can shoot from outside, and, and she's obviously highly skilled, but but Dariana Little Page Bugs is more of a, like a hardcore rebounder, finisher. Uh, and I even saw her, <clears throat> trying to remember the play I saw against Texas Tech, she pulled up on a nice, like, 10-foot shot. It really looked good, looked smooth. So I'm anxious to see how they play against Kansas tonight. And we want you to be safe. And, you know, if you just don't have, if you're like me and you have poor eyesight, stay off the road. Don't, don't put your prescription sunglasses like I tend to do and get out there. If you got good vision, you got good glasses, um, you know, and yeah, Aaron, who will be, is John, I'm trying to think what John's assignment will be tonight. Will he be doing the, the ESPN Plus? Is yes. this an ESPN Plus game? That's correct. If you need a ride to the game, I bet John will come by and grab, or, or Coach Haller. I bet they'll come by and get you. Aaron, do you think that would be something John would like me to offer? Kind of a ride-sharing type service? I think you'd probably um, have better luck with Coach Haller. Okay. That's not to get John. I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah. No, John, the thing is you don't want to get there. Or John likes to get to these things like by five, two hours early. You don't want to do that. You don't want to, you don't want to try to show up too early. But uh, – I do think maybe, I bet if you really wanted to go to the game, Baylor would like to send some kind of shuttle. I'm sure they appreciate me offering all these ways to get to the game. But but try to find a way out to the Ferrell Center. 
and that'd be fun tonight. And honestly, Aaron, you're, you've been watching the weather. If, if we, by the end of the show, if the weather worsens or, or you're starting to get bad reports for tonight, I'll say it. I'll say, hey, y'all stay home. But for now, I, I, think, I think folks ought to think about braving it. And um, if you were in the Metroplex or Austin, I would not be advising this right now. But Waco's kind of, Aaron, as you and Tom, I think we're talking about earlier, it's almost like the umbrella came up over the greater Waco area, Temple, Belton, um, and even maybe toward College Station. And they've been able to kind of survive this thing. So let's take a peek at it, Aaron. Be watching the weather. I heard you. I know you were so excited the other day because Richard Carr has has started sponsoring some of the weather reports, and I could just hear it in your voice. They're back when I when I brought <laughs> that up. You just got really excited about giving the weather. Now, Aaron, do you have any weather close to you right now? I don't want you to have to, you know, go to your phone or start clicking on a bunch of stuff. I don't want to lose your attention. But now, if you have some weather to report, Aaron, now is now is a good time for it. Expect snow and sleet for the next hour, mm. and possibly for the next couple of hours. But with temperatures at about thirty-three, shouldn't be a lot of accumulation, except for probably bridges. Mm. And expect the overnight low to only be around thirty-two. So we should be pretty good. The okay. afternoon high tomorrow will be up to 38, so any accumulation we do get tonight should be gone by tomorrow afternoon. It's currently 33 at ESPN Central Texas. Brought to you by who? Richard Carr, Buick, GMC, Cadillac, Waco. Owned and operated by proud Central Texans. To learn more about the dealership, visit richardcar.com. Richard Carr, Roy Carr, Kathy Carr, who went to school with me, who's... Um, married one of my best friends uh that's a good good bunch out there one of my best friends from high school and uh she became kathy cox but she was kathy carr back in the day when we were going to baylor together so uh, a lot of fun there and uh aaron our we soon will be i missed an email yesterday i know that'll shock you and we were we he was all set to come on philip helberg of the uh, the helberg barbecue family He'll be joining us tomorrow or Friday, and we'll kind of formally announce our new partnership as, uh, boy, brisket, the official brisket maker, the official sausage maker of the Matt Mosley show, also that pesto-infused turkey, then the half chicken that they serve out there. I believe they have some pork as well. And then occasionally, Aaron, I mean, everything I mention, he's like, oh, yeah, we do that sometimes. We'll do that around Easter. We'll do this around this and that. And around St. Patrick's Day, he's going to do a brisket pastrami. And I I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So pastrami is one of my favorite things in the world. And, of course, that that started when I was in New York. And I'd go to Carnegie Deli and get, like, a pastrami sandwich and that kind of thing. And people that love delis like, like I do, they love pastrami. And you get the spicy mustard, maybe a little sauerkraut. Um, probably a little, maybe Swiss cheese on there, whatever kind of cheese you want to put on it. But it's an unbelievable, it's an unbelievable item. And only a few people do house-made pastrami. And so from time to time, Philip Helberg and his wife, Yvette, they'll do a, uh, they'll do a pastrami brisket. And, and, and so that'll happen 
I think on St. Patrick's Day, right around that is when they get that. And, and you call it brisket pastrami. The, be- the best in the Metroplex is at a place called New York Sub. The best pastrami in Waco, I'd have to say, if I would have to say Schmaltz's. If I, I'm trying to think if I've had the pastrami. I'm so, I'm so used to getting the Schmaltz there. I'm trying to remember if I've ever just had a true pastrami sandwich at Schmaltz. I bet I have. But usually the pastrami, or excuse me, the Schmaltz has that lunch meat and several other items with it. And, um, oh, gosh, I mean, it is, it is, it is great. Uh, and, again, we, uh, we appreciate Schmaltz as another one of our fine partners. All right, Aaron, also wanted to take uh, the, the opportunity my goodness, has this, this segment has gone by quickly, at least to me. I don't know if to our audience. Uh, happy National Signing Day. Aaron, isn't that strange that we feel like we've already had it because of this early signing day, but the rest of everybody else kind of went today? And so I'm sitting here right now pouring over everybody from different parts of the Metroplex, the greater Waco area. The young man uh, out of uh, Temple, Pilot, the wide receiver, and his dad's a great coach, Coach Pilot, of course, Coach Stewart there at Temple. In fact, I was trying to get them on today. Uh, Aaron, the um, Pilot ends up today, makes it official. I think we knew this was going to happen, but uh, University of Houston. So he'll be in the Big 12, four-star wide receiver, big-time player. Aaron, what is it about Temple? And Lake Belton, like what? What is it? Like how? How do they? What is going on? I mean, they just produce a lot of great players because there's great linebackers and other positions and cornerbacks that come out of there as well. But there's something about the wide receiver and even the tight end position. I mean, TCU had a wide receiver and a tight end from Temple this year, and now Houston will get Michael Pilot. I mean, this is big time. You see him. M-I-K-A-L, big-time player out of Temple. And so happy uh, happy uh, National Signing Day to everybody. I'll tell you what, Aaron, I- I'm going to look to uh, – on Waco Triv will be extremely helpful to us on this. Uh, i got to make sure I've paid up my subscription to get behind the paywall here um, because Bryce would never sneak me a, uh, a subscription. I think John would, Werner would, but I hate to ask that, so I just always pay – full freight but Aaron let's be checking because what I'd like to do during the day throughout the day throughout the show is announce some of our young people uh, who have signed officially today and by the way if you have somebody from your high school uh, maybe a family member friend uh, if you're a coach out there listening to us today and you want somebody mentioned send it into our text line and I'll throw it out there it's 254 662 1660 at CNC Collision Center text line 254 662 1660. Maybe you have a, a daughter or, or son who's not going to play D1 athletics, but they've recently made a decision where they're going to go to school. I'll even announce that. We'll just kind of call this everybody's signing day. Maybe they got an academic scholarship. That's pretty cool um, if that happens. So we'll uh, kind of celebrate everybody today. It's snow day. All the kids are home. Aaron, what are our schools looking like today? Have you been checking school closings? Did some people try to go back to school today? Not that I 
not that I've seen. I think pretty much everyone was closed down today, assuming it was going to be pretty bad. <laughs> but it hasn't been. It hasn't. It's always a, <laughs> luckily. It's yeah. always a little tricky when you close it down, and then there's just tiny patches of ice on the bridges. You're like, I think we probably could have gone to school, and the kids love it. Of course, they'll have to serve out a couple more days, a couple more days at the end of the year, or maybe they'll lose one of those Mondays or one of those kind of random days that they were going to get. They might lose one of those days. Keep that in mind, kids, as we all celebrate uh, snow days. All right, it is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas at 5 o'clock today. Kevin Longquist, our rivals expert, We'll go over the latest. Baylor did have a signee today in football. We'll talk some hoops. And then Baylor had a preferred walk-on quarterback. There's some different things to get into with our recruiting expert, Cowboys Front. And Jerry Jones is talking, okay? He's broken his silence. Is he making any sense? We decide next. Scott Drew and the Bears all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears back in action Saturday in the Farrell Center hosting Texas Tech. 11.30 a.m. for the countdown to tip-off. High noon tip-off Saturday. Baylor Bear Basketball with Pat Nunley and the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Right here on the flagship station for Baylor Basketball, ESPN Central Texas. Do you know that during this time of year, blood donations are at their lowest? You can help. In just one hour, you can donate blood with Carter Blood Care to help local patients in need. Donate blood, save lives. Visit carterbloodcare.org or call 800-366-2834. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at myatfuels.net. That's myatfuels.net. Looking for a great job with great pay and awesome benefits? Genco FCU is hiring. As a longtime Waco employer, Genco focuses on what matters most in our employees' lives, like pay incentives, bonuses, benefits, 401k plans, paid time off, advancement opportunities, medical, prescription, dental, and vision insurance, as well as short and long-term disability. Come join our incredible team today and make Genco your career that will work for you. Apply at GencoFCU.org or at any branch location. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at CentexSportsFan.com. Attention Central Texas barbecue lovers, we have great news for you. Elberg Barbecue is now open seven days a week. Their handcrafted meats, sandwiches, sides, and desserts are now available from 11 till 3 Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, till 7 Wednesday and Thursday, until 8 Friday and Saturday. And don't forget, Hellberg Barbecue can cater your next event. Hellberg Barbecue, 8532 North Highway 6 in Waco, at hellbergbarbecue.com and on Facebook. Run, don't walk to the Baylor Line Foundation's annual membership drive. Sign up or renew your membership today at BaylorLineFoundation.com for a chance to win a basket of Baylor Line gear and more surprise giveaways. Members get exclusive discounts and opportunities with Baylor Line partner organizations. Plus, you'll get a new issue of the Baylor Line magazine delivered right to your mailbox. Support the voice of Baylor alumni since 1859 and the organization doing the most in the Baylor family. Become a Baylor Line Foundation member today at BaylorLineFoundation.com. 
This year's McClendon County Junior Livestock Show and Youth Fair is February 6th through the 10th at the Extraco Event Center with more than 500 local 4-H and FFA students exhibiting their livestock. Come join us and help us raise funds for the scholarships and education programs. Then make sure to join us on Friday night, February 10th at 6.30 for the Sale of Champions with top-placing animals and projects up for sale. Last year's sale brought in over a million dollars for student college funds and future projects. It's the McClendon County Junior Livestock Show and Youth Fair February 6th through the 10th at the Extraco Event Center. For more information, like them on Facebook or call 254-722-2597. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Lynch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Tom Brady has said after 23 years it's time to retire, this time for good. Brady made a short announcement via Twitter this morning. The Dallas Cowboys will be the last team to ever beat Tom Brady. The Houston Texans have hired their new head coach in 49ers defensive coordinator D'Amico Ryans. The Broncos agreed to a trade yesterday with the New Orleans Saints to make Sean Payton their 19th head coach. The Big 12 2023 football schedule is out and the Bears have eight home games next season, including the first four at McLean Stadium. Baylor women back at the Farrell Center tonight hosting Kansas, 7 o'clock tip, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Three other games in the Big 12 tonight, number 24, Texas at West Virginia, number 12, Iowa State at Kansas State, and Texas Tech at Oklahoma State, all three tip at 6.30. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. On is the Matt Mosley show, and uh, Mikel Harrison Pilot, who we were just talking about earlier, signing with the Houston Cougars today. Now, Aaron, I was just looking at the um, at the big time coverage here on the Trib, and just something I, I thought everybody needs to know: this several schools have postponed, and I'm sure Tom uh, and Ward and Ryan were maybe talking about this this morning. Um, their ceremonies to different days. Midway, Conley, and Marlin plan to hold signings on Thursday. West and La Vega are planning Friday events. Robinson will hold a ceremony on Monday morning, and Lorena and University have postponed their ceremonies until February 8th. Okay, so next Wednesday, it looks like. Crawford and Waco High still formulating plans for their um, postponed events and uh, as of Tuesday afternoon China Spring still planning to hold a signing day uh, ceremony for eight athletes on Wednesday so we'll, uh, if schools was not canceled so I'm not sure Aaron will check we may have to check with China Spring we'll see what they're up to out there uh, and uh, that that's uh, that's just an update on what everybody's doing but again feel free to uh, if your kid signed or you want to mention, uh, want your child mentioned, 254-662-1660. And um, I, I did like that, seeing the the uh, front page, at least on the website of the Waco Trib. It, Aaron, they've got they've got our man, uh, Mikel Harrison Pilot from uh, Temple, uh, in his in a Houston letter jacket, pointing to the football i'm sure this was on one of his visits at some point uh sitting with the sunglasses on a really good look and uh what a great pickup for houston and that is uh that's a highly coveted wide receiver and 
I mean, we all know about uh, Johnston, the uh, player that came out of uh, out of uh, Temple, and then Micah Hudson over at Lake Belton. Everybody wants him. I know Texas is hoping it has the inside track. My Nick Saban came through Central Texas recently. Everybody's trying to get that uh, that young man to sign. So, I mean, I I, I kind of wish Aaron it would go back to one big fun signing day. I mean, the early signing period <clears throat> has changed everything because it it kind of renders today when a lot of people that maybe didn't sign early and and have kind of waited and then they figured things out that they get to have all their ceremonies and that's fun, but it doesn't get the attention that um, some other things get. So we'll, uh, we'll keep our eye on that situation. Now, Aaron, the, um, I love the fact that Jerry is now Jerry Jones has shown up at the senior bowl in mobile and he's, He's commenting on some different things, and he's trying to respond to the fan, the Cowboys fans being upset, the latest news on Mike McCarthy. And Aaron, I think the Dallas Morning News, I want to credit them. I also want to credit us because we were talking first about that McCarthy, and I said it on other shows, that McCarthy probably you know could think about getting rid of Kellen Moore and just calling plays himself, and it turns out that is exactly what has happened. Jerry has confirmed it, and they'll bring in an offensive coordinator, but that offensive coordinator will not have the same responsibilities that Kellen Moore had. All right, they'll be more in game planning, the preparation, all of those things, and then also I do want to say. Um, Solari, the last name Solari. You guys remember that name? Been around for a long time. In fact, uh, used to be with the Cowboys many, many years ago under Tom Landry. That's how long he's been coaching. And he ha- goes way back with Mike McCarthy, and he is going to be the new O-line coach. So I wanted to get that out there. All right, Aaron, let's, um, let's first listen to Jerry talking about this is jerry from the senior bowl and he had a kind of a a fun hunting cap on looked like you know when he hunts uh geese or ducks or whatever he's hunting out there in arkansas this is what uh this is what he likes to wear here he is talking about mike mccarthy uh calling plays for the cowboys this is the logical step to build on it and use what uh, we've established, or if you will, the foundation of the wins we've got. This is a time for us to build on it, and that's what this is. This is a building step. You, uh, Offensively, will it? Will you keep the same offense, or will you go back to what Mike used to run in Green Bay? Uh, it will be, I'm sure, with added nuances of the times, but more importantly, the personnel. But it will uh, be, uh, 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 in principle, uh, the way he operated in Green Bay. Right which I'm sure he'll tell you evolved. All right, you hear Calvin Watkins there from the Dallas Morning News, and it sounds like what Calvin was about to say was maybe a little more West Coast, <laughs> a little more West Coast. And, and, and again, if you go back to Mike McCarthy, the offense he ran in Green Bay, I mean, you go back to 
like Mike Holmgren, some of the staffs he's been on over the years, some of the people he served under, even want to go back to what Bill Walsh used to do, more of a screen game, less running the football. I mean, they obviously, because they paid Zeke so much money and because Pollard emerged, he did try to emphasize the run game. I don't always think that's what Mike McCarthy is certainly what not what he's done in the past. You know, obviously, the passing game is what drives things in the NFL. And the Cowboys, unfortunately, had a quarterback throwing so many interceptions. This will be a move, and the thought will be to make Dak as comfortable as possible and get him back off this interception train that kind of came out of nowhere. I mean, he's made mistakes in the past, but never the sustained issues that he had with all these pick sixes and everything. So that's Jerry talking about Mike McCarthy. Aaron uh, did a nice job of uh, putting this all together this morning. Aaron, I also want to hear Jerry talking about Amari Cooper. And, of course, this comes up because they had so much trouble in the, in the, in the aftermath of only getting a fifth-round pick for Amari Cooper. They end up having to go get T.Y. Hilton. C.D. Lamb had too much of it on his plate. And Michael Gallup, quite honestly, was not ready for prime time. So they needed more weapons at wide receiver, and they didn't have it. And, and there, there, lacked, there was some rhythm lacking in the offense. Here is Jerry uh, discussing the Amari Cooper trade. Do you have any regret, Jerry? Uh, you could say that uh, we probably uh, had too much reliance on what Tolbert could do because we were high on him coming out and thought he could immediately have be a factor. Uh, we had uh, uh, thought that uh, possibly we could uh, uh, have uh, better results uh, uh, relative to uh, Gallup uh, as far as his rehab and right. where he is. Uh, so I could say that. Uh, the other parts of it, the, the uh, elephant in the room that you're talking about, uh, was... Uh, uh, when I look at the uh, salary that was involved there, over $20 million a year, mm-hmm. and I look at what we got with that salary to help this team mm-hmm. that we wouldn't have been able to have on this team had we kept it. Okay. I like what we did. Okay. All right, let's think about that. Who did they – what did they get? And, Aaron, I'm, there may be something I'm not thinking about. What did they get with the the salary they saved on making that trade? Now, Dorrance Armstrong, they ended up re-signing him, and that that was good. He was helpful. Anthony Barr ended up being somebody, but, I mean, obviously, from what I recall, that that certainly wasn't a big money item. Um, There weren't any – I mean, they were able to get Peters in off the street (laughs) – he came out of retirement to help them. I mean, that's that's going to be like a veteran league minimum type deal. Uh, who am I leaving off on defense? They did go ahead and trade for Jonathan Hankins at some point, and he gave them a little more beef in the interior of that line. Now, Aaron, is there anybody, and later in the year, of course, they brought in a couple of guys off the street uh, cornerbacks that, you know, really didn't have much going for them or didn't have that much in the tank. Anybody I'm missing, Aaron? I, what I'm trying to say is, okay, this guy was going to make 15 to $20 million. 
they what they're saying is they got a fifth round pick for him, but they cleared him off the books. What what great thing did the Cowboys add because they got I mean, that's the question I would have liked to have asked Jerry. All right, Jerry, what I mean, I'm willing to to hear him out. Where would you bring in? I, now, maybe you could make the argument Fowler was a fairly nice player. Uh, Dante Fowler that they, that they brought in, and, and, and he had a, a pretty decent year uh, in free agency, a fairly low-money type deal. But let's not act like, Aaron, there were any like big-ticket items. <laughs> no. It's ridiculous. So I, don't, I don't know. I don't understand you know, what Jerry's pointing to. What we couldn't, maybe he's trying to say that they couldn't have kept a couple of players. That, you know, whether that be Van Der Esch or whoever, that maybe that's what he's trying to hint toward. But I, I don't, I, to, to me, Aaron, I didn't hear anything from Jerry there that was a satisfactory answer about the lack of depth in firepower at wide receiver. No, I was thinking the same thing as you. I was going back through their signings, and I was like, okay, Jason Peters didn't cost him really anything. Uh, I was trying to think, uh, who was the linebacker that they they signed? Well, they got Anthony Barr, and then they, they got, you know, Fowler. Yeah. Uh, was well, a pass fa- rusher, Dante Fowler, that they brought in. Right, but they signed Fowler right after they didn't re-sign Randy Gregory. I, I, I just, well, and then around was, then they got they they re-signed Dorrance Armstrong, and and he obviously had a really good year. So I mean, again, there might be a few bits and pieces out there that maybe they couldn't have done. I I don't know. It doesn't that doesn't totally ring true to me. And I and, and then even the explanation trying to say Aaron that oh we thought Tolbert was going to be more. Oh okay, <laughs> you just thought your third round pick. Out of, remind me, Aaron, Jalen Tolbert, South Alabama or wherever he's from. I believe that's right. um, Oh, oh, really? Okay. Sorry. I guess Jalen Tolbert should be offering everybody apologies for not living up to their huge expectations. I mean, they had to go get T.Y. Hilton after flirting forever with OBJ. I mean, for most of the season. Oh, and by the way, Aaron, video emerged last night. OBJ out. I'm sure that showed up on your YouTube algorithms. OBJ out racing around practice field near you. Who knows where he was, but man, he looked fast. So, I mean, you don't want to be on an airplane with him, but uh, you do want him on your roster. All right, Aaron, this is uh, this is one. This is the one I really though I want to save this for last because I think I know what where this one's going, and this is Jerry addressing, you know, the frustration of fans after 27 years without going to an NFC title game? Focus on that. Focus on Adak being better. He's right. He will be better at turnovers. Uh, Focus on that and focus on a coach that's come in here and in three years and what we're trying to do has had the results that we've had. Uh, it's a, it's, it's a, I understand why when you look back and say, well, San Francisco and Cowboys haven't been to a Super Bowl in 25 years. Okay? 
and haven't won a Super Bowl in 25 years. Mm -hmm. I understand that. San Francisco is the same boat. Mm -hmm. uh, but my point is that has not been the same for 25 years. There's been many different things done over 25 years the same way there would have been had you changed out general managers. You know, sitting there listening to that, and we had some reporter buddies that were there at the Senior Bowl. Calvin Watkins from the Dallas Morning News was posting a lot of that. Aaron did a nice job of, of grabbing all of that. But that's got to be maddening, I would think, to hear that from Jerry for Cowboys fans to basically say, well, look at, look at San Francisco. What have they won? And what he's saying is, let's go back. San Francisco and the, and the Cowboys were the ones competing and winning Super Bowls in the 90s. And neither team has won a Super Bowl since then. Aaron, since 2013 season, San Francisco has been to two Super Bowls. And then, Aaron, <laughs> how many NFC title games have they been to? I believe At least four? I think it's five, but I would have five? to check. Yeah. Okay. So four or five NFC title games, and the Cowboys haven't sniffed one. Now, the, the Des Bryant catch, it's about as close as they came in that divisional game. Got beat by the Giants in 2007. Yes, they've had some divisional games, but they've never broken through. Meanwhile, the, the Niners have played for two Super Bowls. Do you know what, Cowboys fans? I just don't think that's the one disconnect with Jerry. Like, there's this thought. Well, they only care about winning Super Bowls because they're Cowboys, and we won all these Super Bowls over the years. And you know, we got we got this many in the in the '90s. You know, we got those three, and we got the you know, obviously got the ones before that with with uh, Landry. And that's all fans care about is all these Super Bowls. Well, no, no. Listen, when you've been out in the wilderness for 27 seasons. These Cowboys fans would be going crazy and celebrating if they were in the same boat as the Eagles right now. If they were just going to one. If they were simply going to one, that literally would, would almost be enough. Honestly, going doing what the Bengals just did, just going to an NFC title game would feel like some kind of enormous breakthrough, and then everything else would be gravy. So this thought that, oh, we're, to, we're basically the same as the Niners. No, you're not. No, you're not. No, you're not. I mean, go to several NFC title games. Go to the Super Bowl a couple of times. All right? I mean, I, that's, that's, that's what you got to do. You got to start knocking on the door, and that's what the 49ers have been doing, and they were doing it again this year, and they just ran out of quarterbacks. I mean, they might have done it again, and they just finally ran out of quarterbacks. Cowboys think they have a quarterback, and he stayed healthy this season, and it still didn't matter. Still threw two interceptions in the divisional game. So a lot to go over there, and we may revisit this as the day unfolds, and uh, we want to continue also to celebrate some of our uh, local <clears throat> student-athletes from our football players who are signing their official letters of intent. We were talking about Mikel Harrison Pilot, great wide receiver out of Temple, and uh, what a great player going to the University of Houston, big-time player, and uh, going to go play for Dana Holgerson. And, of course, the uh, Cougars are on Baylor's schedule. I believe uh, Houston will be coming to Waco this season. Aaron, you want to go over the schedule again? All right, the uh, Campus Confidential 
is coming up next. Recently on Game Time. From the CNC Collisions Center text line, Trumpy says if Tom was a wrestler, not wrestler, wrestler, uh, instead of Nacho Libre, would he be Nacho Grande? <laughs> <laughs> Just might. What's happening this morning? First, I want to have a snow day where we're snowed in and then go straight into summer. You're not going to have a snow day. Yes, we are. Ryan that thinks we are. Done. February. Ryan is calling February. What's happening? Game Time. Weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number. So, why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. There are lots of reasons to own a golf car. Get around the neighborhood. Cruising the lake at campground. Perfect for light duty on the farm or work site. And you can't run a festival without golf cart. Oh, yeah, and golf carts are pretty great for playing golf, too. There's lots of reasons to own a golf cart, but only one best place to buy one. Mission Golf Cars in Waco off Highway 6 at Bagby has the largest selection of easy-go golf carts for sale, rent, lease, or repairs in Central Texas. Check us out online at missiongolfcars.com. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed lighters, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. If your vendor does not value your feedback, you're with the wrong one. At UBO Business Services, we are serious about being in the service business. We send a survey after every service call. If it's positive, we call or email them with a thank you for their feedback. If it is negative, we call to see how we can make it better. No matter what your business is, we are all in the customer service business. In your office, if your sticker does not say UBO on the machine, do they really care? Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. Do you know that this time of year, blood donations are at their lowest? But there's good news. You can help. In just one hour, you can donate blood with Carter Blood Care for local hospital patients who need life-saving transfusions. So do what I do. Take a break, donate blood, and save lives. Schedule your appointment today at carterbloodcare.org. That's carterbloodcare.org. Or call 800-366-2834 for more info. And help save a life with Carter Blood Care. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. D'Amore Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. 
ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinsch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Tom Brady has said after 23 years it's time to retire, this time for good. Brady made a short announcement via Twitter this morning. The Dallas Cowboys will be the last team to ever beat Tom Brady. The Houston Texans have hired their new head coach in 49ers defensive coordinator D'Amico Ryans. The Broncos agreed to a trade yesterday with the New Orleans Saints to make Sean Payton their 19th head coach. The Big 12 2023 football schedule is out and the Bears have eight home games next season, including the first four at McLean Stadium. Baylor women back at the Farrell Center tonight hosting Kansas, 7 o'clock tip, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Three other games in the Big 12 tonight, number 24, Texas at West Virginia, number 12, Iowa State at Kansas State, and Texas Tech at Oklahoma State, all three tip at 6.30. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. All right, Aaron, we'll remember about 5 o'clock today, we do have Kevin Longquist, our friend and uh, recruiting expert. He can talk about some of these, uh, some of these folks that you're going to talk about, but we can kind of, he'll be able to expound on some of this that going on. Aaron also wanted to take the opportunity, I know you'll want to do this too. Happy birthday, Baylor. Happy birthday uh, to my alma mater. On February 1st, 1845, Baylor was chartered by the Republic of Texas, uh, making us the oldest continuously operating university in Texas. Aaron, can you do the math on that? What's that, 178, something like that? 178, yeah. We had a listener do the math earlier because I couldn't. (laughs) Oh, nice. Okay. Happy 178th. Uh, on that, I may have had a family member who just did the uh, math as well, which is helpful. 178, that Baylor. And uh, Aaron, do you know where Baylor was when it was, uh, when it was first chartered? Uh, do you know where, do you know where it, it was? Because I don't believe we started out in Waco. It was Fort Worth, wasn't it? No, no, I think you're thinking of, because TCU. TCU moving from Waco to Fort Worth, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what Um, I was thinking of. You'll sometimes see a hashtag Washington on the Brazos. And, uh, you know, of course, Independence, Texas, comes comes to mind. I don't know, i got to get all my Baylor history right in my head. All the, uh, what's that? pro-Texana, pro-Ecclesia, you know, all that kind of good stuff. But uh, happy birthday to the Bears. Baylor, when did the Bears become a thing? By the way, Aaron, 18, see, on, in 1845, Baylor was chartered. The first member of my family that attended Baylor, we think, showed up at the turn of the century, 1900. And that might have that might have been on... Might have been. I don't, it was one of Uncle Cal's kids or something. I don't know, but um, it may have been on the Powell side. But they, uh, we, we showed up. My family showed up 1900, and then about 1914, uh, Dal Hendrick showed up on the scene. My great grandfather with uh, my great grandmother, Mary Hendricks, Mary Powell Hendricks. All right, there you go, uh, and that's how it all started. Okay, Aaron, what do you have for us today? in Campus Confidential on this very special National Signing Day. We will start with signings. Baylor football had one today, but it was a big one. It was the 
highest ranked member of their recruiting class this year. Corey Kelly, a 6'4", 210-pound outside linebacker from Clear Falls High School in League City. He is the number 64 overall recruit in the state and the number 21 ranked linebacker in the state, according to Rivals.com. So four-star linebacker Corey Kelly signs with the Bears today. Also today, uh, news of a couple of preferred walk-ons. This is from the Waco Tribune-Herald. Uh, New Bronzeville safety Jacob Redding and Montgomery Lake Creek quarterback Kay Tessier, who we talked about yesterday, are preferred walk-ons for the 2023 class. The 5'10", 160-pound Redding led New Bronzeville with 125 tackles with two for loss, four interceptions, and two fumble recoveries last season. The 6'4", 210-pound Tessier threw for 1,863 yards and 20 touchdowns, also ran for just over 1,000 yards and 12 more scores as he led Lake Creek to an undefeated regular season and 12-1 record last year. Okay, I like it. And, you know, sometimes people say, well, why didn't he sign earlier? And sometimes folks want to wait. And as uh, Kevin Longquist, I think, will confirm, I believe Corey Kelly simply wanted to to go have a ceremony with all his friends. And uh, the Jack linebacker from Kima, Texas. I love that. Very versatile player is kind of what his reputation is. And Aaron, as we speak here, I'm kind of watching him, what he's doing to quarterbacks. And he's just kind of, he likes to play standing up. And then if you don't watch it, he'll run back there and cover a wide receiver. He's good in space. So the guy is an extremely versatile player. Aaron, do you like the Baylor, how they announce these things? These signed, have you noticed? It's like a, it's like on a newspaper letterhead that they use on their social media. Uh, so kudos to the Baylor people. I kind of like that. New, you know, newspapers in some ways have gone out of style. Not for me. I still, I came up in the newspaper business, and so I still love newspapers. Love the Waco Trib, Dallas Morning News, all those papers. Um, and so, yeah, what's a Salado paper? What do you all have down there? The Salado Pilot? Anyway, uh, I like that, Aaron. The Baylor football, the, the, the what they did. I also shout out, Aaron, to the social media. We always praise the Baylor social media, and I mm-hmm. think they deserve that. But yesterday, I thought, the, um, I thought some of the schedule announcements. After we were off the air, I was kind of peeking around to see what some of the new schools did and everything. University of Houston had a really good one, and I think it was K-State. Okay, I wanted to give them credit. Some of the social media just said, you know what, here's a schedule. We're just going <laughs> to. Texas and Oklahoma deal. just yeah. retweeted. They didn't do anything. <laughs> yeah, and that's fine. Whatever. They're, they're on their way out anyway. But kind of liked, kind of liked what um, U of H took, did some just kind of funny clips. I've seen Baylor do stuff like this before, and that was kind of fun. It was very lighthearted for like Texas Tech. Of course, they did the tortillas. And then I want to say K State took the time to get some famous movie um, either quotes or or like scenes from movies and splice that into their schedule announcement. So shout out to the K-State social media and the University of Houston social media. Aaron, do you think they're proud to hear from the Mosley show today? I mean, should we well, start giving out awards? I bet they, I mean, some, somebody, if y'all know them, tell them. If y'all know anybody from there, just say, hey, Mosley was saying, Nice things about you, all right? And I, surely that will, that will uh, make them smile. All right, Aaron, what else do you have? 
the Jaden Rashada. <laughs> I don't know what, what what would you call it saga. It would I guess you could say saga. The Jaden Rashada saga has come to an end. The the quarterback from Pittsburgh High School in Pittsburgh, California, originally signed with Florida in the early signing period with the help of an NIL deal for more than $13.5 million. It was supposed to be paid out over four years by the Florida-based collective, but they backed out of that deal, so he asked Florida to, to release him from his letter of intent. They did, and today he signed with Arizona State and new coach Kenny Dillingham, Rashada as I mentioned, was released from his national letter intent with the Gators in early January and began searching for a new school. The schools he considered included Cal, Washington, and TCU, but he decided on Arizona State, so TCU loses out on another quarterback prospect. He said, quote, just want to keep this short and let it be known I'll be attending Arizona State University, my childhood dream school, my father's alma mater, a place where I'm happy, and a school where the head coach has always had my back in it. Two sources told ESPN the Rashada family was not focused on NIL deals in this second process. What remind me what the amount was that he was going to get at Florida on the deal that fell through? Thirteen point like- five million dollars over four years for <laughs> for the number thirty-one prospect in the country. Like it's it's uh, pretty amazing. So he ends yeah. up. He is the first uh, ESPN 300 commitment for Arizona State and a big signing for them considering he was set at Florida just a, about a month ago. I've heard these stories of, like, players calling up uh, car dealerships, you know, trying to get a car, and I understand that. Like, and, and the car dealership will say, well, we'd love to do business with you, but we don't know if you're going to be the starter next year. <laughs> it's it's a, they kind of like to see these things play out. Who's going to be the starter? And uh, so kind of fun um, to um, watch these things play out. That is Campus Confidential. Aaron Sexton takes a peek around. And uh, by the way, Aaron, I did want to say before we moved on, thank you to all the women who make all of like the uh, Baylor football put this out? They were they were thanking all the uh, women who make the program great, and um, it is National Girls and Women in Sports Day today. So I'm thinking of uh, Aaron, some folks that are in the uh, the SIDs department that uh, that are on these sports that help us line up the interviews. Like Shelby Hill does a great job. Working with me, I'm not the easiest person to work with. I know that'll shock you, Aaron, uh, in lining Nikki Collin up. But uh, all of um, our unbelievable um, girls and women in sports, i uh, got one in my own family. We celebrate them today, National Girls and Women in Sports Day. All right, Aaron, that is a uh, nice day, a good day to celebrate that. All right, Matt Mosley's show, ESPN Central Texas. And old friend stops by none other than Kevin Longquist from Rivals.com. Let's talk National Signing Day. Let's do it next. Baylor Sports Beat, weekdays at 7.55 a.m. and 5.25 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. How pain turned an avid outdoorsman into a frustrated indoorsman. Meet Ron. I was always active. 
fishing, swimming, hiking. Until his flat feet brought it all to a grinding halt. It is sharp pain shooting up your leg to your back. And the pain was just the beginning. When you're hurting, you can't move. So I ended up being a couch potato and my health declined. Fortunately, Ron had someone in his corner. My wife said, that's it. I'm going to take you to the Good Feet store. Where he was personally fitted for arch supports. I took one step. There was no back pain. I took another step, no knee pain. And after my second step, I went into my good feet dance. Today, he's grateful to be back in the great outdoors. I feel like a new person, thanks to the good feet store. See for yourself how arch supports can help you. Stop by for your free fitting or schedule one at goodfeet.com. Stop by the good feet store in the Central Marketplace in Waco and now in Temple. In Cummins Bank wants you to be the first to know about our newest rewards checking account, Mars Rewards. Mars Rewards goes beyond any other debit card-based rewards program by giving you exponential earning potential. We even reward you when your referred friends open a Mars Rewards account and use their debit card. Open your Mars Reward checking account, use your debit card, and get paid. Visit InCommonsBank.com Mars to view complete account requirements and open your free Mars Rewards checking account today. In Cummins Bank, member FDIC. ESPN Central Texas is 1660 AM, 92.3 FM, and 100.9 FM. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar, or even the man cave. Think about it, the most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way, so it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at PioneerBoys.com. From the Allen Sam. Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. This is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, it's so great to finally be able to get together again. Oh, it sure is. And I really appreciate you picking up the bill. I'm happy to. I've got the extra cash. Since we've all been driving so much more again, I've been using Upside, the free app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back just for buying the gas I was going to buy anyway. But is it a hassle to use? No, it's super fast and easy and i can cash out whenever i want that's a total no-brainer i'm downloading the free upside app now 
Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code GALLON for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's promo code GALLON. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code GALLON for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code GALLON. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Ascension Providence, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Helberg Barbecue, Myatt Fuels, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, VersaLift Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. All right, um, we may have, who knows, some more breaking recruiting news because Kevin Longquist, he's kind of on the case from Rivals.com, and he is set to join us. So, Aaron, let me know. Let me know when we have our man. Oh, here we go. Oh, he's here. Okay, good, good. Um, Kevin... uh, or, or Aaron, do we have Kevin? Because he just uh, texted me that he is ready to. Oh, he is good. Good. All right, that's fine. I, I I think Kevin likes kind of a dramatic entrance from Rivals.com, so we'll have some build up and pomp and circumstance to kind of get him ready. But um, interesting things going on. And Aaron, uh, okay, good. We do have Kevin Longquist, and Kevin is a man. Um, Kevin, this used to be. A true national signing day. Well, we would go to all the different. I remember as a young reporter for the morning news, headed to Norman, where I sat in front of uh, Bob Stoops and asked him about losing a kid, losing a wide receiver. I can't even remember who he lost him to. Bob was not pleased with me. But now things are different. Most things have been put to bed. But still, Kevin, some uh, some interesting stories across the country. Always good to have you, Kevin. I like this one. I was going to start you with this one. Twin okay. four-star linebackers, Andrew and Michael Harris, were both headed to UCF, right? And, and that was going to be great. Those were huge signees for the Golden Knights. And as of today, the twins split up. One of them is going to honor his commitment to UCF, and then one of them announced, Michael announced that he's going to Maryland Andrew Harris going going to stay with his commitment to UCF, and his twin brother Michael says, "No, I'm going to Maryland." So he had a pair of twins <laughs> <laughs> decide to split up. Um, always, uh, Kevin. There's always some last minute interesting things that happen, and I thought since UCF's now in the Big Twelve, I would share that one with you. Now, Kevin, have you started to take a peek at now that it's finally kind of all put to bed? The rivals' rankings. Um, I'm sure these things. Um, uh, everybody has their own ranking system. All these different services. Um, have Have you taken a, a look at the latest updated numbers on the rivals' site? Yeah, I think is that. Um, oh, hang on a second. There's something. I had an alert that popped on my phone here. Okay. Um, but uh, the last I saw, you know, they had one more uh, from the 2023 class that popped in uh, this afternoon, and that was Corey Kelly, the linebacker for League City Clear Falls. 
which is a nice get for them, obviously. You know, they just kind of had to wait for that to get done. He had said that he wanted to, you know, sign with his teammates uh, who who were signing today. Uh, He's the four-star recruit that they really like. Hey, he's a guy that could actually put his hand on the ground and be an edge rusher if you want to do that because he's 6'4", 210. So the fact that – this was never in doubt, by the way. It, It was just kind of a procedural thing. And for all we know, Baylor probably had his letter of intent in December, but they just wanted to kind of keep it on the down low until he went through this ceremony this afternoon with his teammates. But having said that, you know, their class ranking, of course, the Austin Novoset thing hurt. And so they're at a ranking right around 30. And of course, that's a little disappointing because the fact that they got as high as 16 during the summer and they had a couple of defections, Novoset being one, Christian Brathwaite being the other, uh, you know, Torian York, the linebacker from Temple who flipped to A&M, that, that was a third one there. And But still, a pretty good class. And when you're in the top 30 in the, in the team rankings, there's nothing to be ashamed about that. It's a good class. Then you factor in the fact that they've got the eight portal transfers in there who are already on campus. And the fact that, Matt, that basically half that 2023 class is already on campus along with the transfers from the portal <laughs> You've got, they've got a lot of guys on campus that are learning everything, and that's always a big advantage because spring football is right around the corner. All right, uh, talking about the Baylor Bears, of course, and uh, what that, uh, what the class, how it's kind of shaping up, and we, what we've got to add to the class now is, and, and of course, it won't technically be the 2023 class, but with Sawyer Robertson coming in from Mississippi State, and then I noticed I think they had some preferred to walk on type quarterbacks mm-hmm. come in. Now, the Ramirez, uh, R.J. Ramirez comes in. Of course, he, that was from uh, northern Colorado. There was another quarterback that signed uh, just the other day. Uh, talk to us a little bit, Kevin, about what maybe the Bears are trying to do with that quarterback room. It, to me, it seems like they're just trying to get some more people in there. Obviously, it was basically down to shape, and that was it as far as scholarship mm-hmm. quarterbacks. And they're slowly but surely trying to build that number back up and create a little depth at the most important position on the team. And, you know, mm-hmm. it, for a while, Blake was pretty lonely in there. He and Sean were kind of <laughs> looking around, and they didn't have anybody to talk to. Um, what, what, who have they kind of brought in? And, and what are you starting to kind of think about that room as it expands a little bit? Well, I mean, the other walk-on is the kid from Montgomery Lake uh, Creek by the name of Kate Tessier. About, you know, a good size kid, six four two ten. But, uh, you know, the fact that your two scholarship quarterbacks are going to be, um, obviously, Robertson and, and Blake. And I think the way to look at this room is, is that Baylor has experience with this setup the way it was from last year when you had, of course, after – you know, Gary Bohannon left after spring ball last year. They were down to two. Uh, so it isn't like, you know, with Kyron Jones and, of course, Blake doing that in 2022. It's not maybe the ideal way to go do it. You'd probably like to have a third. But, again, I think this is still kind of the ramifications of the Novosad uh, flip to Oregon where I think, you know, it, if you're going to get the quarterback that you want, don't just take one on scholarship to take one, make sure that you make a shrewd decision on this. And, you know, and again, this, this quarterback market that Baylor went into through the portal was pretty much the way I, I thought it was going to be. It wasn't going to be an experienced guy. It was going to be a guy. I mean, it was a guy I thought that they, you know, whatever the market was when it originally started, that if they really wanted to try and put like they were going to have to get one of those name guys out there, which they were going to have a hard time doing anyway. 
But with a guy like Robertson, he can come in, play, probably learn, and, and then if Blake were to struggle, whether that's spring ball or in the uh, never-ending home schedule for 2023, you know, I don't. They don't even leave Waco in May, in September, do they? Um, but but having said that, they're going to deal with him trying to just learn the system, get better at it, and then you know maybe use you know Ramirez as kind of like what Luke Anthony was last year. It's like your experienced backup who can come in and pinch if you need it. Now I don't know if this is the way that what. Dave Aranda and Sean Bell and Jeff Grimes, if this is the way that they want to do this moving forward, keep two scholarship guys on your roster and then fill out the rest with walk-ons or preferred walk-ons, whatever you want to call them. But it is, a, but it does kind of put your room in a real difficult spot, especially if you get into an injury bug. And so yeah. that's one thing to kind of think about. Uh, now, the, the caveat to this, though, Matt, is what do they do? Do they feel like if you know when the next portal period opens up between May 1st and May 15th, would they want to look there? And there's the possibility they could do that. All right. All right. Uh, interesting, by the way, Hoss Haney. I, I'm sure you saw that news. The quarterback at Alito, who I was very mm-hmm. high on. I've been talking to you about him for a while. I know he got off to a shaky start this season, but they ended up winning the state title, and he obviously ended up being a huge part of that. Committed to duke and i found that interesting um he went to duke loved it there and uh they love him and they made him a huge priority and what a great school i mean you know that's just an incredible education and so good for hoss his parents both went to tcu wasn't that interesting and you see this happen sometime tcu turns around and offers him um right after he commits to duke and so i bet i bet some other people We'll try that just because he's uh, what what he lacks for height, he makes up for in speed, and he and he actually has a really good arm. He's got a live arm, as you saw, and he just got better and better as that season unfolded. So I thought we could yeah, celebrate, and, and, um, yeah, Haas Haney a little bit. Sure, I think the one thing with Haas is the fact that it covers. He worked with a really good offensive coordinator, Robbie Jones at Alito, who's obviously now taking over for Tim Buchanan as the head coach there, and Robbie is probably one of the best offensive minds I've ever been around in my, you know, whatever, what is it, 35, 38 years of being around this uh, sport, covering it all the way back to when I was a junior in high school to where I am now. And uh, he, he just has a way of getting guys to, and if you ever wanted to know what a good offensive coach probably is, just track the way Haas played from the season opener uh, against Parish Episcopal in Dallas at that final weekend in August to winning, not only winning the state championship, but also becoming, but it was also named the offensive MVP. And I think maybe with Haas and Duke is a case where, you know, yeah, you mentioned his height. And I think Duke was, didn't have an issue with that. Whereas maybe other P five programs, just for the sake of discussion, like a Tennessee or Alabama or UCLA or Texas or whatever, those types of programs didn't want that. They probably wanted him to play a different position, wide receiver probably, and he said, no, I want to play quarterback, and Duke said, Mm -hmm. we can do that, and he said, I'm in. But you also know this too, Matt, about the theory of recruiting. It doesn't start until you make the commitment, and then it's a matter of how much Duke can hold on because there's a long time between now and that early signing period in December, 11 months. All right, I, I thought you would appreciate this. Kevin Longquist on from Arrivals.com, been a long-time uh, sports writer. For the first time in program history, LSU won't sign a football player on National Signing Day in February. 
Uh, and, um, I mean, again, Weird. this is a sign of the times, but that is interesting. The first time mm-hmm. ever. And um, the uh, I, I'm, I'm just I'm kind of liking at least trying to see. And I also wanted to see I, the name, which will not be mentioned anymore while you're on here, okay? The Oregon the Oregon quarterback, <laughs> but I think I already I, said his name, but that's okay. I know, I know. I'd like you to avoid it in the future, but um, uh, <laughs> okay. I, I, I found this interesting the other day. It said Oregon is best is in best position to close strong on National Signing Day, so that would be interesting. I'll have to take a peek and see what they've done today. But uh, interesting what you said. The Bears at number thirty. Um, in mm-hmm. in a lot of these, I've seen thirty three. I've seen some different places, and quite honestly. Let's not act like when when they won the conference title and won a conference record, you know, a, a a team record, school record, twelve wins. It's not like that class had been ranked like top fifteen or something. So it doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily. Um, it, it it is interesting in the NFL that the the four and five stars seem to function better on defense. I don't know if you saw that study recently where it's it's harder to predict on offensive uh, stars and offensive players in the NFL that aren't always that highly rated, honestly. When you do the study and see, like, two-star, three-star, four-star, the offensive players in the NFL are honestly skewing a little lower in the two- and three-star range, whereas NFL players on the defensive side of the ball average out at four-and-a-half stars. I just saw a study on that recently, and I found that very interesting. I saw that, yeah, and um, I, I think my theory on that, Matt, is when you think about it w- with offensive players and the transient nature of the coaching industry, especially at the NFL level where so many coaches are coming coming and going with and personnel changes and schemes and that sort of thing where guys are having to learn systems year after year after year or they're moving from team to team to team and maybe they don't crack the lineup or whatever the case may be, that might be the reason why those offensive guys in the NFL who might have been rated as high as they did coming out of high school and into college don't project or don't reach that level that we all thought they were going to when they were coming out of college, you know, that sort of thing. You know, for me, the exception, would be, even though he was highly rated, though, was Jalen Hurts, is the fact that, you know, you look at a guy like Hurts, and I always was one of his critics about, can he really throw it? Can he really be a guy who, who can show you that he can deliver the football when it matters because his legs you know, spoke for themselves? And he darn sure did this year. I mean, I have to eat a lot of crow on this with him. But going back to the original point where guys who are very athletic in, on, off, on the offensive side of the ball because of the fact that they're changing so many teams or just coaches are changing wherever they're at, I think that impedes uh, their growth. That's interesting. I, I like that. I like that. That is a uh, that's a really good theory. That's some good thought process. Good, yeah, yeah. I know. I'm sitting here, th- kind of reacting and thinking uh, about it on the fly. I kind of like that. I like Kevin. I like it when you put some deep thought into one of your answers. Not that you don't always do that. Kevin Longquist from <laughs> Rivals joining us on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Bears uh, lose in Austin the other night. They'd won quite a few games in a row to get back in the conference race. This conference champion, you saw K-State get beat by Kansas last night. Conference champion may lose five or six games. It's not going to be like in the past where it was like Mm -hmm. you'd have two or three losses. It's probably going to be five or six losses or something like that. This Baylor team is interesting. 
I mean, you got to hand it to them for making it a game when they were trailing most of the time, even trailing almost by like double digits late, and they fought back and had it to a one-point game. I, I just think the tough part is they're not going to get much scoring, it doesn't look like, from the front court. Uh, Bridges, no. Bridges has given them something. Right, Langston mm-hmm. off the bench, when he's healthy, he might be able to give them a little something. There's just not, the, even compared to last year when Jonathan was still playing, then obviously when Sohan emerged as a starter, there's depth, but it's not the depth that they've had in the past where some of that depth, like when Flagler was on the bench, could come in and maybe knock in t- you know, 10 to 15 points. They're, they don't right. have that. So in a sense, they need those three guards to almost account for 40 to, 40 to 50 points every yeah. night, well, every that, time they go yeah. out. Well, that's what they got basically uh, Monday night in Austin between uh, Keontae George, L.J. Cryer, and Adam Flagler. I think yeah. they had 49 or 50 of the 71 that they had or something like that. But Correct. they obviously shot yeah. – they took a ton of shots, though, just to get there on that night. But – you know, I kind of think to your point, I think that Langston, who wasn't available that night uh, on Monday, but I, I'm hoping that he'll be back for Saturday against Tech. But, you know, Langston Lowe, who would basically take that spot that you know, Adam, that Flagler had a couple of years ago on the championship team, could give you something like that off the bench. But, to, but you know, and the one thing is, is that there's two other points. The development of Jalen Bridges, who I think, you know, I had my criticisms of, of Bridges in December and November because the fact that when it came to playing you know, legitimate teams, if you will. He was kind of a no-show, but he's really stepped it up in conference play, which is what they really need from that kind of like that three-slash-four type of player. Yeah, the front court is what it is. You're just not going to get much from there. Um, Ojoana, you know, he he does some really nice things. He's a guy that's going to keep developing. I think he could be really something special if he sticks around for a couple more years for them because you can see flashes of how good he really is. You know, and Flo Thamba is what he is. Um, you know, the, the one thing about this team, and here's the other thing, Matt, is as good as an offensive rebounding team as they've been, and that's the reason why that they you know, were on this six-game winning streak is they haven't shot it very well here the last three games. And sometimes that's going to catch up to you and just burn you because they didn't shoot it well against Kansas, but they were able, but they had such a lead, they were in control, and they were at home and that sort of thing. And then they didn't shoot it very well against Arkansas and had to survive that three at the horn to avoid overtime to win that. But – they didn't shoot it very well against Texas, and they just got they get into these droughts, Matt, where they really are like missing everything for about four or five minutes or six minutes or whatever it is, and that just that puts a lot of pressure on your team because then you've got to be yeah. perfect in other areas in order to win. Yeah, you're absolutely right about that. Um, the droughts, uh, and you got to get you have somebody, and and that's it's weird because. Keontae's so great at going to get buckets. Mm-hmm. Flagler's the same. I want the ball in his hand every time at the end of a game, by the way. And I, I think that's no fine. With him taking that three, yeah. No, I think that's fine. But when your shots aren't falling, like in the second half of these last two games, they haven't been, mm-hmm. you kind of have to go in there and get to the line. They are capable of going in there and getting fouled and using their bodies, you know, all that kind of stuff. And even even mm-hmm. uh, Cryer's gotten better at that, getting in the lane. Very good at that. And, and yeah. so they just can't settle for some of those, what I would call those bad two-pointers. You know, like it's like they're, they'll, they'll, they'll get inside and they'll, they'll, they'll take a 17-foot shot. Like it just doesn't, 
It's just not much. That's not a great – that's not a high percentage. Get in there closer or take the three, but those bad twos I don't like. Okay, Kevin, we put on our coaches' hats. I think we've really educated a lot of people on basketball (laughs) on this uh, snow day. All right, stay safe out there on the roads, buddy, and um, always great to catch up with you, and uh, we'll talk to you soon, okay? Absolutely, Matt. My pleasure. By the way, every time Keontae has the Keontae has the ball in the last three minutes, I want him to take the shot because he just is he's so fearless. That's the great thing about him. And you in those guys, those types of guys don't come around often. I like it. I like it. I, I think you have uh, you've made a great point, and it's a great way to close the interview. There he goes, folks. Kevin Longquist, <clears throat> longtime journalist, good friend, and from Rivals dot com. He gives us some uh, very good information. Okay, uh, as we celebrate National Signing Day, one of our very own um, over from Temple, Texas, big-time wide receiver, has uh, signed with the Cougars. We're going to talk to his father. We're going to do it next. Time now for the Baylor Sports Beat. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody. It's Henry Jack of Baylor Athletics on the midweek Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor's football schedule for 2023 is out. Baylor women's basketball in action tonight in the Farrell Center, plus a check on softballs practice 10 days before their season opener. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Oh, her first word. Mama. Then, before I knew it. Mom! Soccer practice, art club, driver's ed, dating, graduation, five years of college. Mom, this is Ted. Wedding bells and suddenly... Life fast forwards. Keep up with Texas Farm Bureau insurance and protection that changes with your auto, home, and life needs. It's the right coverage for any moment. Because moments worth covering are never accidents. Get a free review of your current policy. Call 877-FARM-BUREAU. Discounts may vary by situation. Kick off 2023 with a bang at the Start Something New sales event. Start your year off with incredible savings like 2.9% for 72 months on 2022 Ram 1500 crew cabs on all trim levels. Lone Stars, Laramies, and top-of-the-line Longhorn and Longhorn Limited or get values up to $3,750 on a Ram 1500 Lone Star crew cab plus 4.9% for 72 months. Pick from the best selection of Ram trucks in Central Texas at Alan Samuels in Waco. Baylor women's basketball tonight, here on the flagship station for Baylor men's and women's basketball, ESPN Central Texas. Now back to today's Baylor sports beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Coach Nikki Collin and Baylor women's basketball are in action tonight on the floor in the Farrell Center hosting Kansas. The Baylor women won the first meeting of the year, January 7th, 75-62 in Lawrence. The return matchup tonight between the teams that are separated by only a game in the Big 12 standings. Baylor sitting at 5-3. and three. Kansas comes in 4-4 four and four in Big 12 play. On the air at 6.30, tip-off at 7 tonight for the Bears and the Jayhawks women's basketball in the Farrell Center. Television tonight on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. You know by now the Baylor football schedule for 2023 has been released. It features eight home games for the Bears this year. The entire schedule and details available on the web at BaylorBears.com. 
And the weather doesn't feel like it, but softball season is now just 10 days away. Visiting with Glenn Moore, Baylor softball coach, we checked on how practice is going. Practice has been pretty good overall. We we started off a little sluggish last week, but ended uh, kind of a mock-up of what we're going to see in, in uh, Vegas. Trying to play five games is a lot in a weekend. We did two on Thursday, two Simulated scrimmages, uh, control scrimmages on Friday, and then a full scrimmage on Saturday. And you know, I, I, we're gonna we're we're gonna be sore on that that third day, of course. But we play the defending SEC champions, Arkansas, back to back champions in Arkansas. And and uh, I thought we looked pretty good, John. I'm pretty happy with where we are right now. You know, never totally happy. If your hitters look good, you worry about your pitchers, and vice versa. But uh, we had moments that uh, both sides look uh, promising and certainly like the culture of this team. They love to come to practice every day and that makes it fun to, to coach. Glenn Moore and Baylor softball opening the new season at a tournament in Las Vegas February 10th, the home season opener February 17th. Season tickets available now at BaylorBears.com slash tickets. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. In my podcast, Your Money in a Cup of Joe, we talk money management, investments, and retirement in a Q&A style format, helping break down complicated topics. I'm Joe Kalea with Kalea Wealth Management. Look for Your Money in a Cup of Joe on Apple and Spotify. Kalea Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. 
Attention Central Texas barbecue lovers, we have great news for you. Elberg Barbecue is now open seven days a week. Their handcrafted meats, sandwiches, sides, and desserts are now available from 11 till 3 Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, till 7 Wednesday and Thursday, until 8 Friday and Saturday. And don't forget, Elberg Barbecue can cater your next event. Elberg Barbecue, 8532 North Highway 6, Waco, at hellbergbarbecue.com and on Facebook. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at mayatfuels.net. That's mayatfuels.net. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Tom Brady has said after 23 years, it's time to retire, this time for good. Brady made a short announcement via Twitter this morning. The Dallas Cowboys would be the last team to ever beat Tom Brady. The Houston Texans have hired their new head coach and 49ers defensive coordinator D'Amico Ryans. The Broncos agreed to a trade yesterday with New Orleans Saints to make Sean Payton their 19th head coach. Saints will receive the Broncos' 23 first-round pick and 24 second-round pick for Payton. The Big 12 2023 football schedule is out, and the Bears have eight home games next season, including the first four at McLean Stadium. Baylor women back at the Farrell Center tonight hosting Kansas, 7 o'clock tip, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Three other games in the Big 12 tonight. Number 24 Texas at West Virginia. Number 12 Iowa State at Kansas State. And Texas Tech at Oklahoma State. All three tip at 630. Sports Center every 20 minutes. Only on ESPN Central Texas. It is the Matt Mosley Show. ESPN Central Texas National Signing Day. Well, it's different than it used to be, but it's still fun. And people are signing. The weather didn't prevent some people from sending in their letters of intent and all of that. Mikel Harrison, pilot from Temple, has signed with the University of Houston Cougars. His uh, father on the line now, Chris Pilot, uh, co-defensive coordinator, inside linebackers coach over there at Temple. Uh, coach, this is uh, what a day it is for the family and uh, the excitement. Um, I mean, you knew this is where it was headed the whole time. Now that it's kind of official, how does it all feel? I feel surreal, you know, knowing that got another cougar in the family to continue the legacy that I put forth and my, my wife being a cheerleader there as well. So it's been been an awesome, awesome feeling and a, a great experience to be to have. Does, I bet there's some relief involved. Now, going back to his recruitment, I mean, 40 offers is what I've read. And one of the heavily recruited players in all of Texas, did it get hectic? Did you ever have to either turn the phone off or say, hey, Mikhail, put down your phone for a little while, the texting? Did it, did it cease being fun at some point, or did you all kind of have fun with it, you know, throughout the time? I, I think him starting early, getting his first offer from Baylor and as a sophomore, it was it was spread out enough to where we was able to enjoy it, and he was able to have real connections and have conversations with coaches. You know, whether he had interest or didn't have interest. So I don't think it was really overbearing. I think the the fun part was kind of 
going all across the country, going to see some schools that he he was interested in, and just kind of narrowed down from there. But I, I think he he did probably one of the better jobs that I've been told from other coaches and analysts and those guys that he's handled his recruiting like better than than most they've ever seen. So I think it was for me. I thought it was overwhelming, but for really when I think about it. He he handled it well. We was there as a as a guy and an aide if he needed help. But for the most part, he he managed his own recruiting. When did you have him in Cougars gear? Like as a <laughs> from the time he was a baby. <laughs> Man, he, I think he probably had on had on the Cougar gear when I signed almost twenty twenty years ago. Wow, uh, I had him a little U of H onesie or whatever it was. Well, he hadn't wasn't born yet, but I had him one ready. So. <laughs> I mean, some pictures yeah some of those old pictures will come out now how bad how big did the big 12 have a role play in this with with houston the big news that coming into the big 12 gonna be playing baylor in texas and everybody um did that have an impact on on his decision and your your family's decision i believe it did for him for for us not so much but for him i, I think Getting that U of H offer was was near and dear to him, and I and I think he cherished it. But I also knew down in my gut he wants to compete at a high level and compete against some of the best in the nation. And unfortunately, Houston being an American kind of probably didn't make him say, "Oh man, that's where I want to go." I knew he he kind of wanted. He's always liked Houston, but I, I felt it was going to probably be a Power Five school at the time. But when they made the announcement that he was going that they were going to the Big Twelve. I start to kind of feel like, okay, I can see him really being truly interested in going to Houston. So uh, it had a big part for him, I, I'm sure. You know, he's watched Big 12 football since he was little, and he's decided to, to go and compete with some of the best now. Did you ever play some wide receiver? I think I saw you played linebacker when you were at Houston. What what did you play on offense and and you know did did you play did you were you did you have pretty good hands when you were playing back in the day, and Lufkin? Yes, sir. I actually I started off as a receiver in a DB in middle school and I transitioned to a tight end and then I one of my fellow teammates my one of my classmates was a six five tight end and I remember Coach Outlaw asked me, hey man, you, you want to play some defense because that six five kid you're not going to start in front of, and that kind of changed project trajectory of me playing offense and going to defense but I, I had some some soft hands back in the day my, my days in Lufkin so <laughs> who was that at Houston I was trying to think if that was around the time Bryles got there who was um, who recruited you at the University of Houston and, and had a major part in in you making that decision um I had uh, Dave Aranda and Randy Clements I think Dave, you know, head coach at Baylor, and Randy is oh, where's Randy? He's somewhere, but they 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 kind of got to me early as a junior, and just talked to me about the the location of Houston being up the street. I hadn't been out of town much, been a small town boy from Lufkin, but knowing that my parents could come watch me play, and family was in Houston already, it played a big role as far in understanding and knowing that Coach Browns was a a high school coach himself, I kind of saw him in the eyes of my head coach, John Outlaw, and I kind of fell in love with the instrument when I knew he, he was a high school legend and he treated his kids just like the high school coaches treated theirs. All right, talking to Chris Pilot, the uh, father 
of Mikel Harrison Pilot headed off to the University of Houston. I mean, that's quite a coup for Houston, and that's got to be so neat to be the dad and, and the mom, you know, watching all this happen. Tell me about the Temple program, um, you know, and, and playing in Central Texas. How, how much did that shape Mikel and, and, you know, kind of the player and person that he's become uh, playing in that program? Well, he he was lucky to you know be in the in the program for a while. This is one of my ninth year in Temple, so he's he's been kind of playing catch with the older guys from back in the day to kind of being around Coach Bradley when he was the head coach. Obviously, not Coach Stewart, and just understanding our culture, our dynamics of how we work hard, how we try to treat this like a college program. So when these kids get an opportunity to go play at the next level, they already have got a got used to what it looks like to work hard as a, as a college football player. So it had a big part to do. I mean, he's been, he's been around since a ball boy in fifth grade and now he's just, he's able to grow and kind of lead the way now. What did Houston, what did they say uh, about him or even early on? What was the biggest trait that stood out to them? Was it speed hands or is it a combination? What, uh, when they kind of got involved, and, and, and who really connected with Mikel the most from your alma mater that uh, that you think maybe made the biggest difference in his decision? Oh, they they definitely love just his his athletic athletic standpoint. He has huge hands. You know, he's fast. He he, he can play multiple positions, and he just he's a Cougar legend. He's, he's a legacy kid. So that was exciting for them, knowing that. They're going to be bringing a kid that understands what Houston's about, been around the program growing up, and he can come in and fit in and hopefully plug in and go play right away. And the the biggest, I would say the biggest guy to help kind of bring Mikel in would, would have been his, his receivers coach, Coach Shorts, and one of their um, recruiting guys, uh, Raj, Raji. Raj is his name. I mean, those guys, they treated us like family. You know, they reached out to Mikel. They gave Mikel space. They didn't blow his phone up every day, tell him why we got to have you and this and that. It was just a genuine relationship. And he tended to start looking at um, Raj as his little, his, his little big brother. You know, he calls Dana his uncle pretty much. He's been around him since he was small. So a lot of it just goes back to just remembering and knowing some of those guys from when I played there, Coach Hogerson, uh, Coach Alcozer, just to name a few guys that are still there that, when I was there. Yeah, isn't that going to be something when they come to McLean Stadium? Um, you know, I, I'm a Baylor guy, so I would have loved to have seen him playing at Baylor. But, boy, Houston will come in there. University of Texas will come to Houston Stadium. I bet you saw that schedule and really were going through that thing with even a new kind of light, weren't you, than, than just your normal seeing who the Cougars are playing, knowing your son's going to be there. Did, did seeing that schedule release yesterday start to make it even uh, uh, more real as you, as you were kind of putting your arms around everything? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's exciting, you know, knowing that they're playing seven home games and really, for me, eight, knowing that Baylor's up the street from here, it's exciting to know that if I get off working time, I can I can get to Houston and obviously I'll, there's no way I'm going to miss the Baylor game. But it's 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 exciting knowing that, you know, Baylor's up the street. David Randall was his first offer, was my 
was the guy that recruited me. So it came full circle. You know, obviously he didn't choose Baylor, but still to know that those guys were some of the guys that recruited me is exciting. But, yeah, I'm very excited about the Big 12 and decided to go and compete against, you know, pretty much some of the schools that he had to say no to, unfortunately. You're a, you've been a track coach as well. Did you get Mikel involved in track at a pretty young age? And, 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 and what was the, uh, was there kind of a focus there to work on, on his speed pretty, pretty early in life? Uh, no, sir. He, early in life, he was, you know, soccer, basketball, he did football, but we really didn't do track until he got into middle school because some, some things, track is one of those things when you're young, you can develop it, but when you have a, when you kind of grow, you have the talent to be, be fast, which is what he had. Cause he was really kind of slow growing up. He had to, his shoes. He wore like 11 when he was nine years old. So it was hard <laughs> for him to pick him up and put him down. But as he got older, you know, middle school is when he really started blossoming and showing his true athletic ability. Well, Coach, uh, Coach Pilot, so excited for you, and uh, and I know he's doing all kind of interviews and the newspaper and everybody. You want to take pictures and all, but what a neat day it is, and uh, I'm just glad y'all been able to celebrate. I saw him on the front page of the Waco Trib website. He's got a lot of attention over the years, but still today is such a special day, and uh, I'm glad y'all have had a fun celebration. I just wanted to get you on, and and because uh, you know we need to celebrate the parents too when something uh, huge happens like this. So congratulations to you, the Temple program, and, of course, uh, your son, Mikel Harrison, pilot. Uh, congratulations to all you guys. Yes, sir, we surely thank you, and we, we look forward to talking as much as we can, and, you know, hopefully he gets down there and puts his hard hat on and goes to work. So we're, we're excited to see him blossom and take off with his new path to Houston. It's going to be great, and uh, when they're not playing the Bears, I will be cheering for the Cougs because I love when they start getting those folks down there. All right, Chris, have a great day. We'll talk to you soon. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. You bet. There he goes. Coach Pilot from uh, Temple, whose son just became, well, I think, pretty much the number one recruit, University of Houston class, Mikel Harris and Pilot, uh, made it official 40 offers. 40 offers along the way, and, I mean, everybody you can imagine, USC was in the mix. First offer from Baylor, and Aaron, isn't that interesting? Dave Aranda helped recruit Coach Pilot back in the day, and uh, then that was the first offer uh, Mikel Harrison Pilot had. So, boy, we would have loved to have seen him in the green and gold, but, boy, that, that Cougar legacy is hard to compete with, Aaron. When you have a, a mom and dad, mom was a cheerleader there at the University of Houston. That's a uh, that's a tough thing. Aaron, did you hear what he said about the uh, the shoe size? He was nine years old. He had size elevens. Was that an issue with you, Aaron, at, at age nine? It was not. <laughs> <laughs> I I've ended up at size eleven, but it took me I had to kind of grow into that over the years. And uh, Mikel Harrison, pilot. Had already arrived, and then he talked about the huge hands and that kind of thing. You know, Houston's had great quarterbacks, and they have had great wide receivers. I mean, this guy has uh, tremendous size, speed, hands, kind of has it all, and uh, will be maybe the next great Temple uh, receiver in the mix as uh, Mikel Harris and Pilot gets ready to take off. Aaron, we'll take a peek uh, in the dismount. We'll take a peek at the uh, 
at the uh, text line, see if any of our people responded today with anybody they want to brag on that's going. Now, again, some of this didn't happen today. Uh, Midway and Conley and I think China Spring was kind of waiting to see a lot of the different, uh, a lot Waco, uh, University, everybody was postponing their ceremonies till either Thursday or Friday. In some cases, I think Robinson was going to do it Monday. And so we'll uh, continue to kind of get all those announcements and really good job by the Waco Trib covering all of this. I love watching around the state as some of these things become official. Today is National Signing Day. It just doesn't totally feel like it because so many people signed in the early signing period, but uh, a great player there from Temple High School. All right, Matt Mosley show, ESPN Central Texas. The dismount is next. Your home for Baylor women's basketball is ESPN Central Texas. There are lots of reasons to own a golf cart. Get around the neighborhood, cruising the lake at campground. Perfect for light duty on the farm or work site. And you can't run a festival without a golf cart. Oh, yeah, and golf carts are pretty great for playing golf, too. There's lots of reasons to own a golf cart, but only one best place to buy one. Mission Golf Cars in Waco off Highway 6 at Bagby has the largest selection of easy-go golf carts for sale, rent, lease, or repairs in Central Texas. Check us out online at missiongolfcars.com. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like... Well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. How pain turned an avid outdoorsman into a frustrated indoorsman. Meet Ron. I was always active, fishing, swimming, hiking. Until his flat feet brought it all to a grinding halt. It is sharp pain shooting up your leg to your back. And the pain was just the beginning. When you're hurting, you can't move. So I ended up being a couch potato and my health declined. Fortunately, Ron had someone in his corner. My wife said, that's it. I'm going to take you to the Good Feet store where he was personally fitted for arch supports. I took one step, there was no back pain. I took another step, no knee pain. And after my second step, I went into my good feet dance. Today, he's grateful to be back in the great outdoors. I feel like a new person, thanks to the Good Feet store. See for yourself how arch supports can help you. Stop by for your free fitting or schedule one at goodfeet.com. Stop by the Good Feet store in the Central Marketplace in Waco and now in Temple. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. This year's McClendon County Junior Livestock Show and Youth Fair is February 6th through the 10th at the Extra Co Event Center with more than 500 local 4-H and FFA students exhibiting their livestock. Come join us and help us raise funds for the scholarships and education programs. Then make sure to join us on Friday night, February 10th at 6.30 for the Sale of Champions with top-placing animals and projects up for sale. Last year's sale brought in over a million dollars for student college funds and future projects. It's the McClendon County Junior Livestock Show and Youth Fair, February 6th through the 10th at the Extra Co Event Center. For more information, like them on Facebook or call 254-722-2597. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. 
Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco is Waco's newest speed shop. Looking for hot rod parts? SoCal Speed Shop in Waco has unbeatable prices. Check out their showroom located at 321 6th Street, just two minutes away from the silos. You'll find t-shirts, memorabilia, collectible decals, and more. SoCal Speed Shop in Waco, a retail merchandise and speed shop for anyone who wants to go fast and look good doing it. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco. Stop by or check them out online at SoCalWaco.com. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Leitch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Tom Brady has said after 23 years, it's time to retire, this time for good. Brady made a short announcement via Twitter this morning. The Dallas Cowboys would be the last team to ever beat Tom Brady. The Houston Texans have hired their new head coach and 49ers defensive coordinator D'Amico Ryans. The Broncos agreed to a trade yesterday with New Orleans Saints to make Sean Payton their 19th head coach. Saints will receive the Broncos' 23 first-round pick and 24 second-round pick for Payton. The Big 12 2023 football schedule is out, and the Bears have eight home games next season. Season, including the first four at McLean Stadium. Baylor women back at the Farrell Center tonight hosting Kansas, 7 o'clock tip, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Three other games in the Big 12 tonight, number 24, Texas at West Virginia, number 12, Iowa State at Kansas State, and Texas Tech at Oklahoma State, all three tip at 6.30. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the Dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. On this Matt Mosley Show, uh, signing off for the evening. A reminder, the Bears play at 7 o'clock tonight. Free admission since it's been kind of, weather's been a little rough there. Um, a lot of school closings. Although, honestly, uh, in our weatherman there, Aaron Sexton has been uh, letting everybody know uh, it, it hasn't been too bad. Now, we'll see what happens tonight. Certainly, the Metroplex and Austin facing some uh, frigid conditions and bad, bad roads. But uh, I think for now, it should be okay getting out to the Baylor game. And again, if you have always kind of wanted to go and just haven't for whatever reason, tonight would be a great night because it's free admission and you can kind of sit anywhere you want. The season ticket holders, of course, will get to sit where they usually go, but everybody else can get in. That's a 7 o'clock tip against Kansas. And, of course, J-Mo and our own John Morris and Jim Howler will be on the call for that one. That'll be a fun one to watch because Kansas is good. They've beaten some really good teams, including Arizona, this team. Let's see if the Bears can get a win. Everybody have a great evening. Aaron, nice job by you today. We'll do it again tomorrow at 4 o'clock straight up. Good night, everybody. It's time for today's Modern Media Big 12 Shootaround, exclusively on ESPN Central Texas. Modern Media, your full-service advertising agency. Here again is John Morris. Hi, everybody. It's time for a check of Big 12 basketball on today's Modern Media Big 12 Shootaround. Coming up, the Kansas Jayhawks hold serve, winning over K-State in Allen Fieldhouse. We'll give you details. Plus, the Kansas women in Waco to take on Baylor tonight.
Details straight ahead on today's Modern Media Big 12 Shootaround. You could get her chocolates, you could get her flowers, or you could get her jewelry. At D'Amore Fine Jewelers, you can get her all three. February 1st through February 14th, receive free designer chocolates and free red roses with all fine jewelry purchases, $99 or more. Free roses and free chocolates for your Valentine, only at D'Amore Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Want the latest in Nike Baylor gear? It's available at the Baylor Bookstore on 5th Street in the heart of the Baylor campus or 